unheard of. All right. Shine a light on me. On whom? Having trouble reaching the bell there. <laughs> Did you know that 70s song, Ring My Bell, is not about ringing bells? Is it about cocaine? Because I think most songs from the 70s are about cocaine somehow. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. I this like is that little the sound of that gravy show. <laughs> the biscuits and gravy, gravy show. We got radio smothered and covered, and you are in for a doozy today. Buckle up, baby. Buckle up, Buttercup. You're driving to work in your bathtub or crocheting. So thanks for tuning into the biscuits and gravy show, and thanks for making the biscuits and gravy show Maui's number two. That's right, number two. Number two radio program. For how many years in a row? Two years in a row, bro. (laughs) That is the sultry sound of Maui's own finest comedian, Vince Fodi. Vince Fodi, thanks for being the biscuits to my gravy, the gravy to my biscuit. Uh, of course, it's now, my pleasure. Now we got pleasure. one heck of a jam-packed show today. Right, so it is for 2020. Those of you out it there. is year of the biscuit. Yeah, biscuit eater. But you cannot. You cannot give up on the gravy. Always remember, you cannot give up on the gravy. And you cannot give up on our lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Meryl Streep's Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. And also by Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. You, know, you don't have to go all the way ah. to Washington for quality deli meats. Joe. Wow. Frank Capra's Capricola. Huh? <laughs> I like to put that on Paul Reiser's yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. Paul Reiser's yeast. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's yeast. That's true. Today's our 199th episode. 199, baby. Are you out of your mind? I'm out of my mind, baby. 199, are you out of your mind? Can you I believe? I was out of my head. I was out of my mind. Can you believe that we... be so fine? How could I ever be so blind? Oh. Is the fastball song you're thinking of, Chuck? No, that's the song I wrote when I'm doing fastballs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do uh, any fastballs with uh, Chris Farley's brother? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have enough money for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, speedballs are the are the drug. Fastballs yeah. is when uh, you just I think you eat like some of the snowballs I, really fast. No, that's when I go. Do you ever have the hostess the snowballs? They're like oh, coconut on the outside. Yes, of course. When you, you just eat one of those really fast, that's called yeah. a fastball. What I do is I put my hands behind my back and I have a friend just put all of them on my face and I try to eat them <laughs> while being tickled and they fall into my mouth. Is that how you enjoy them? That's not what I was thinking. Oh, okay. That's not what I was picturing. <laughs> well, tell us what you're picturing and give us a call here at 808-873-3435. That's the gravy line. If you're listening to us live, you can give us a call, 808-873-3435. But if you're uh, watching us later on the Facebooks or if you're watching us uh, later on TV or listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Biscuits and Gravy got so you, big. We're on TV. We're on the radio. We're on the Facebook. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Right. So if you're listening to this on Spotify right now, you you missed your chance to call in. So maybe do it next week. Um, speaking of uh, Speaking of Spotify. Yeah. And Apple Podcast. Now that mm. now that we are are a podcast, in addition to a radio show, we have to do some uh, podcast ads. Oh, we're gonna do some podcast ads, right? So 
I think it's legally required. We have to mention Squarespace. Podcast ads. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We Do have to need start a- <laughs> the show out with an eight-minute diatribe about Squarespace. Um, so, guys, you know about Squarespace. <laughs> have you ever been fishing in the Farmington River Valley and thought to yourself, I should create a fishing business? Go to Squarespace.com. Right. Do you like to sit home and smoke weed all day and watch TV like me and Chuck? Well, if so, you probably need a website for some reason. Yep. Squarespace.com. <laughs> Every podcast is Squarespace. About, well, also, you're also a mattress salesman. I am. So maybe I'm you should do... I'm selling squares there, too. You should sell a... <laughs> you should uh, do a, a podcast ad for Casper. Mm. You, actually, I, I should do that. Are they are they actually good mattresses? or I don't know. They, are they I've just been junk? ghosted. Has <laughs> Roman Mars been lying to me, guys? Let me know. Give us a call. 808-873-3435. I want to know about your Casper mattress. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This is... <laughs> it's going to be five-second clip day. I've our, had too much coffee. Our new, We're going to have a new segment called Five Second Audio Clips. How many different songs can we play without getting sued? Five Second Audio Clips is provided in part by Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against hunger. Against hunger, you guys. Because the Bush campaign's a bunch of murderers. And Get also, it? And also by Squarespace. Start, <laughs> start your Squarespace today, today. at Squarespace. At Squarespace. It used <laughs> to be like promo code. Daddy. Use promo code biscuits. Biscuits and or gravy. <laughs> you have to, there's a slash in there. And slash or gravy. What are the other podcast ads that they always do? Uh, it's usually oh, Casper. What's the box? What's the the, the, the fresh box that they send oh, you in the yeah. mail? What's There's that it, called? Um, it's called Fresh Box. Fresh Box. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Morningwood segment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into the nuts and the bolts what's of the it, show what's today. What's it called? Everybody. Fresh Box. Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Yes. Right. And then there's another one where a they send waffles. They send. <laughs> Blue Apron, do not send us any waffles. <laughs> blue Apron gave me the best blue waffle recipe ever. Guys, don't Google blue waffle. Come on. Hey, you can't tell people what not to do. This is Sweet America. Mama D is outside Googling blue waffle right now. Don't do it. DJ Tony Midnight's been sitting on this forever. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Uh, those, of course, are our studio managers right here at 333 Dairy Road, KAKU 88.5. We broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. Oh, I forgot to put I forgot to put ash on my forehead today. Oh, it is Ash Wednesday, and yesterday was Fat <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> or as doing, I call it. Instead of doing it, oh, as Chuck calls it, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta make that joke every year on Fat Tuesday. Let's <laughs> 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 ask Wednesday. Wait, are, today. are we getting all, are we getting a phone call already? Are we? I was gonna put like a thumbprint on my head, it's, so it's just ass shaped like a biscuit instead of a cross. I had ash on my. Is that a cross? No, it's a hot my, cross bun. My bowl is all tear. Good morning. Thanks for calling the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Hop on the gravy seat. What's on your biscuit mind? Good morning, it's me, Mister Prickly Pear. <laughs> Mister Prickly Pear, did you go get your Ash Wednesday ashes today? Oh, not yet. I'm gonna get them this afternoon. So, for those of you that aren't Catholics or religious, so the ash—is it Jesus's ashes they put on you, or is it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I think it's the ashes of his younger sister who who killed herself when she was younger. Her name was Ash. <laughs> oh wait, that's uh, yeah, that's, right. that's, that's 
hundred percent accurate. No, that's actually the plot of season four of Dexter. <laughs> 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 Remember John Lithgow was going around putting yeah. ashes on stuff. Oh my lord, bathing with people in the tub, and then he would lick his thumb and dip his thumb in the ashes and put it on the wall. Oh man, that's how he got caught. If you're a serial killer, don't do stuff like that. Don't do stuff. Don't, like that. Don't spread your DNA around, guys. <laughs> Mr. Prickly Bear, what do we owe the pleasure for this morning? Well, boys, I've been out doing some work for you, and I got you some new celebrity sponsors. Oh, oh wow. No All, All right. right. All right. Let, uh, sweet Mama D, get ready to pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> These are going to be very racist against All Armenians. Right, Mr. Prickly Bear, uh, I would like for you to take the airway over. I'm going to take a step back, drink my coffee, and let us know who Biscuits right. and Gravy is now presented in part by. Let it rip. All right. Biscuits and Gravy is brought to you by Jack Nicholson's. Jimmy Carson impersonators. Here's Johnny. Okay. Johnny. <laughs> All right. It's also brought to you by Ben Stiller's ad blocks. Meet the blockers. <laughs> okay. I like that one, actually. <laughs> Meet the blockers. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's Outrigger Hotel. Get Jerry rigged. <laughs> That's uh, Front Street in the Heine. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that he took. I didn't know he took that establishment over Jerry Seinfeld. He did. He did. He took it over. <laughs> okay. Very uh, business we also savvy. Got Jim Carrey's Jim Carrey cemeteries. Somebody <laughs> plot me. <laughs> okay. I love that one. I love that one. Can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> Jim Carrey's cemeteries. Somebody plot me. Nice. <laughs> and also, uh, Jim Carrey Cemeteries also does cremation. You're smoking. Ooh, wow. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> Mr. Prickly Bear, how is 2020 year of the biscuit I'm surprised blessing you, didn't know you so far? Oh, it's been a really great year, boys. The really year great biscuit. for me, Mr. Prickly Bear. Oh, yeah? Now, Mr. Prickly Bear, uh, we know... That you in the past have shed a <laughs> have shed a lot of light on uh, government whistleblowers. Remember that? I am the whistleblower. You were the whistleblower, and so <laughs> and so you. <laughs> All right, I almost forgot. I somehow also <laughs> forgot that we had the whistleblower on our show. <laughs> well, you just happened to call on a very perfect day because today in Conspiracy Cookbook we're going to be covering another whistleblower. Did you know about the, the death of Philip Haney? It's quite the conspiracy, y'all. Are you familiar with the, with oh, the death of Philip? I'm so to hear about all this, boy. Oh, yeah. So he was a whistleblower under the Obama campaign. Right. He, under the Obama administration, he was a big whistleblower, and he just got suicided. So uh, I'm sure you're going to be on the edges of your seat, so stay tuned for that. We'll be talking about that later in the show, Mr. Prickly Pear. I hope they don't suicide me, Mr. Prickly Pear. <laughs> oh, they couldn't suicide you. I got one more celebrity sponsor for you, boys. You want to hear it? All right. Of lay course. it on us. All right. Al Franken's Spankins. It'll make you resign from the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Thank you so Al much. Al Franken's Spankins. All right. Well, thank you for giving us a call, Mr. Prickly Pear. And uh, don't forget to stay tuned uh, for, for Conspiracy Cookbook, where we'll be talking about whistleblowers. Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy uh, Cookbook. All right, you bye, too. Mr. Prickly Pear. Oh, good old Mr. Prickly Pear. Good old five seconds, five seconds. Yeah. Clip. <laughs> so, uh, oh, today's Lent. Oh, you know what? Lent. Before we get into that, let's do uh, let's do uh, 
Comedy Corner up front. Let's That's get, right. Let's we get our dates out of the way. We have talked to the algorithm makers, and because we are not only live on KAKU, we're not only live in front of the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater audience, but now that we're on that sweet, sweet Spotify, we got to make the show a little tighter, bro. Did you hear about the, the, the former vice president beatboxing? Yeah, dude. That's an algorithm maker. Oh, dag. How dare you say that? <laughs> That's right. actually him. That's Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's who does that song. Yeah. All right. Sorry for that. Um, you know who's in the earth, about? wind, okay. and fire? Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, don't forget uh, in uh, March, right before my birthday, my Let's birthday is Let's jump on the gravy train today, everybody. The first stop on the gravy train is down on the corner, comedy in the street. We got Vincent Fody special on the report. Your birthday, end of the month. Happy birthday to you, bro. So Chomsky. my birthday is the 27th. The Woo! week before that, uh, the 20th and the 21st, March 20th and 21st, uh, I, myself, am going to be opening for Dustin E. Barr at the E.L. Theater. Hold on. Eat the historic E.L. Theater. Right. It's doing awesome comedy shows every couple months. Which is also where uh, we saw Les Miserables together. Remember that? <laughs> It's good times. I'm going, and, to, uh, I'm going to see some play. And that's where you this met weekend. Paul uh, Paulie Shore, right? That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. where I met Paulie Shore. And uh, porn porn star Aubrey Show. Wow. Who wanted uh, a star studded affair? Interesting. Yeah, studs were right. Let's not get into that. <laughs> we got a lot to talk. You hear about that, Corky? On, we got <laughs> a lot to talk about on Comedy Corner today, and we've got a lot to talk about on Morningwood too. So we gotta we gotta get Comedy oh, Corner out of the way. Morningwood, so cooking comedy porn and conspiracies. So Dustin Ibarra in March, and then we got Sammy Obeyed coming. Chee-hoo. When's that? That is going to be March 11th and March 13th. March 13th at Vibe. That is going to be his Netflix debut show. That's right. Friend of Power Up Comedy. Friends of Biscuits and Gravy. Friend of KAKU, KAKU 88.5. Sammy Obeyed has not only been on NBC. He said a curse word on the air on our show. not only on <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records. He he's not only Guinness been on Conan, Records. but now he is going to be on a Netflix show. So we're really excited about that. Yeah. It's called The Hundred Humans, and it's where scientists and two comedians interview people and shed light on the American psyche. So Fantastic. hopefully Sammy Obeyed will be on our show. Chee-hoo! Uh, and that would be a pretty – that would be a sweet get for us. I think it would be a sweet get for all of us. Um, That's the good old biscuit bump. It will help him out too. And then don't forget, uh, we didn't have open mic uh, last night because it was uh, Fat Tuesday. So I'm sure they're doing like a Mardi Gras thing. But usually, I didn't even go. Usually every Tuesday – well, I didn't go because I thought it was canceled. I don't know. I, I actually deleted Facebook for – Three days. I didn't delete myself off Facebook, but I deleted it off my phone. Right. Yeah, I like to do that. Uh, it's addicting, a, bro. There's memes? been a lot of. I like to. I like to. I like to not have Facebook on my phone, but then I like uh, to have it on my computer, so I check it like once a day at the end of yeah. the day. My computer is a 2006 Dell here's Gateway. A, here's computer. a tip. Uh, here's a tip that you can do. Um, do turn off your your push notifications on Facebook. I don't allow Facebook to send me push notifications because then every time you look at your phone you're like, "Ooh, another notification." So Definitely. just turn your push notifications off. That way you can use Facebook on your time, not on Facebook's time, cuz that's how they that's how they get you in that Skinner box kind of mode where yeah. every time you see a notification Skinner box. Vince, you're so smart, Vincent Fody. Well, I did take uh, Psych 101. Chee-hoo! <laughs> I took Psych 101Q and 
I took uh, my favorite psychology class I've ever taken, though. It's a 300 level uh, drugs and behavior in modern society. Wow. Did you know that the government in the 70s and 80s had campaigns to separate hippies and low income neighborhoods and turn the rest of America against them just because they were anti war of a different skin color? I would. I Isn't would that not nuts? That. What was the what was the experiment where they took all the rats and they put them in like a rat colony and uh, they used it to replicate society. All right, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, let's talk about that. And if you don't later. know, a Skinner box is a box that has uh, Principal Skinner's face on <laughs> from The Simpsons. Um, and you stick your hand in it, he tickles you with jokes. Uh, Skinner. We'll talk about that rat thing later. It's pretty good, actually. The Smashing Pumpkins theory. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a... Rat in a cage. All right. Also, let's get into more comedy corner. Is the world a vampire... No, that's the end of Comedy Corner. It's just uh, go to open, or we can't tell you to go there, but open mic is every Tuesday so from 9.30 to 11. Night? You didn't. Oh, great. You know uh, what I did From 9.30 to 11 at Mulligan's, at Mulligan's Down on the Blue. I took one out of the Vince Fodi uh, page book and got two things of fast food and brought them home, and I binge-watched <laughs> all the episodes that got released of uh, this year's Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, so, we'll be talking about that on Spoiler Alert. And a Gluttony Club. What's our next segment? Uh, Morningwood. I got Woo! a quick Morningwood for you. Before we jump into Morningwood, let's remind our listeners at the end of the show, we're going to be doing a lovely segment called Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, <sighs> which is when I prove what, Vincent Fodi? That you are the smartest person named Chuck in the room. That's right. I'm the smartest person named Chuck in the room. Ergo, the smartest buffalo. <sighs> Before that, we have spoiler alert where Vincent Fodi scours the earth and does nothing but watch TV and doesn't hang out with his friends anymore. And the- so he can ruin TV for us. What do you mean anymore? I have never hung out with my friends. <laughs> 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 we got a little bit of conspiracy cookbook. There's so much things going on There's in the so world. There's so much to talk about. But first, let's get into it. We've got uh, it's time for a quick morning wood. We got we just got time for a quickie this morning, Chuck, because we got to get to work. Thank you for tuning in to Biscuits and Gravy Radio. Morningwood Morning is, is brought to us by... You go. James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. And also by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out the demons. Morningwood is presented in part by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. When you need a quality backpack, back Pacquiao. All right. Oh, wow. You read that and you weren't even under duress. <laughs> All right, so for Morningwood. <laughs> so what, what, what is Morningwood? For Morning. those of you who don't listen to every blabble that comes out of our mouth here on Biscuits and Gravy Radio. I find that hard. Uh, a year and a half ago, all the porn stars started dying. So Morning there was Wood a Rolling Stones we... song about it. All the I don't think that's true. All <laughs> the porn stars were dying, so we would play taps on the radio and play excerpts from their speeches from the American Film Awards. It's a pun, like you're in yeah, morning. Morning, but then also, what do we happens in the morning? Eh? Right, eh, little. Morn- eh. Simply put, Bob's your uncle. Morningwood is where we talk about porn news and <laughs> and dead porn celebrities. Yes, um, so. We last week we talked about Sonic the Vagehog. That's right, Sonic the Vagehog. And uh, you asked me if Tails makes an appearance. Tails is not in Sonic the Vagehog. No, <clears throat> it's not in the canon. <laughs> it's not not in the movie canon. <laughs> but, 
So, did you ever see those things that they sell? It's like an animal tail, and it's actually a butt plug. A butt plug. That's what place. I thought it was gonna. Why would you not have a whole movie about it? I don't know. Why would you have Sonic be played by April O'Neil when you? Because, or first of all, when Doctor Doctor Robotnik was Doctor Hobotnik. I know. So you should have had her be Doctor Hobotnik and then have Sonic be a guy named Sonic the Hedgehog. I know. So I think Chuck and I are going to rewrite the Sonic the Hedgehog parody. And if you want to help us film it, give us a call here at eight zero eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. And. I don't know if you've seen it, but she, it looks weird. It's, it's a it's a they weird. They make her nose look ultra weird. But did you see? And every time she uh, rings her bell, all the coins come out did, between her legs. I don't think that's true. It is. I was watching it last I week on the phone. A, I think that was a dream that you had. It's oh man, my <laughs> dreams are just like. And then that. did you see Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, I didn't watch Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. The I porn you a link parody for of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so. I gotta say, Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles is pretty good. Really? So she, April O'Neil plays April O'Neil. Sweet. Um, she most of most of the entire movie is her having sex with Casey Jones, whose name in the movie is Casey Bones. Oh, okay. So not then, people in turtle suits. No, well, that's at the end. Oh. Then at the very end, if you stay, it's almost like a post-credit scene. If you stay till the very, <laughs> if you stay till the very end, you get to see her have sex. It's sort of a. Bukaki. Oh, right. But it's cool. it's all the turtles standing around here. Wow. Um. So I gotta say, I'm gonna give it three out of four stars. Whoa. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh. <laughs> and uh, also, um, as I was doing all this research, I came across a lot of other porn parodies. No way. So, would you like to do another round of Name That Parody? I would love nothing more than the honor of playing Name That Porn Parody. Name That Parody. Uh, here on KAKU, KAKU, 88.5, the voice of Maui. Voice of Maui. All right. So, uh, I'm going to give you the name of a movie, uh-huh. and you try to see if you can tell me what the name of the porn parody and, and this, was. I don't just have to be the one that plays along with this. Everyone tuning in their car This is at the work. ultimate play-at-home game. This is the ultimate play-at-home game. So Take your kids out of school. Yeah. Get them in the minivan. Get them in the van. Crank up the biscuits and gravy. Mm, 2020 time, year of the biscuit. The year of the biscuit. It's time to play Name That Parody. Name All right. That Porn Parody. The first one, Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Beaver. <laughs> Saturday Night Beaver is absolutely correct. I'm the smartest man alive. He's the smartest buffalo in the room. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some of these are classics, so you may have heard them before. Mm. Some of them are I have never heard of before. <clears throat> All right, second one, the X Files. The Triple X Files. No, that would have been a good. That would have been a good one too. The X Piles. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the Sex Files. Oh! So obvious. I think that's that one's a little too on the nose. All right, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ace Ventura sex detective. <laughs> uh, actually, it was it was Ass Ventura crack detective. <laughs> oh, that's quite the stretch. Okay, how about this one? The Goonies. We all love the Goonies. I think we all know the answer, but I can't say it on the radio. I think you can. Be- oh, okay. No, no, it's not, not no. The begins with the B. No, it's not that. Does he have to pee? It does. I can't say that. I think he can say it. I don't think so. It's the ponies. All right. 
You can say poonies. That's when you get poo on your knees. Yes. All right. A Nightmare on Elm Street. And yes, it is what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm just going to give it yeah, to you. Yeah. All right. Cool. You, you read my mind on that one. All right. All right. This is this is my favorite. All right. This is my favorite one. <laughs> did you hear? Did you like see my? If, and, and then, I can yeah. see the gears turning in your head. <laughs> I think we all know what it is. <laughs> okay. All right. This is my favorite. We, I think we all just want to know what's on his face. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my. <laughs> Oh my god! This is my favorite one. All right, you ready? Sure. The good place. The good space. No. All right, hold on. <laughs> the hood place. No. All of these would be great examples. Um. Uh, all right, you ready? Yeah. The goo place. Oh, no! <laughs> And that was Name That Parody with Chuck Sauce. Name That Parody with Chuck Sauce. Name presented in part by our lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House. Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Hey, Vince, you know what they say. Don't sleep on the couch. Don't sleep on the couch. And also by Most Deaf's Hearing Aids. Get less deaf with Most Deaf. They're black on both sides. Black on both sides. Most Deaf's Hearing Aids. All right. So now it's time to get into my favorite part of the show. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert is when we talk about TV, movies, and sometimes even commercials. And uh, sometimes we even spoil them for you. We're spoiling over here on Biscuits and Gravy. Spoiler alert is a... Mainstay in biscuits and gravy. That's true. Now, mm. um, as you know, I recently renewed my HBO subscription. All about it. And uh, it could not have come at a better time because not only did they release the release date for Westworld Season 3, they also released a trailer for it. It's coming out March 15th. Oh, my Lord. So just in time for my birthday, the first the episode. The eyes of March. Prepare- yeah, the first uh yeah, actually, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. It is the Ides of March. So for those of you who've seen Season 2 of Westworld, Season 3 of Westworld is starting March 15th, and beware the Ides of March. Uh, so if you haven't seen Westworld, Season 1, Perfect really good. amount of nudity. Season 2, I mean, not so great. But still, again, got everybody. But Season 3 Perfect looks like... Perfect amount of nudity. Season 3 looks like what Season 2 should have been. Mm-hmm. So if they had just cut out season two, snip, 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 yep, and then and then put season three right after. Se- I mean, you could probably condense season two down to like a, an hour movie or. I feel the same way about the Friends too. You could just take all the Friends episode and condense it into like one hour, all oh, nine seasons. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I am, I gotta say, I am looking forward to season three of Westworld. HBO uh, put out a lot of really good stuff this have year. Have you been man. watching The Outsider? No. Okay, so Jason. That's a friend of the show, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman of Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. Uh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he is phenomenal. Not only is he directing a lot of these episodes, because mm-hmm. I think he got a th- bit by the director bug when he was doing... Uh, Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> I was going to say Ozarks. <laughs> Did he direct Teen Wolf 2? I don't think um, anyone directed Teen Wolf 2. <clears throat> there was no direction. Uh was it was it Teen Wolf the first one where there's a yes, naked Teen guy Wolf in the crowd? Yeah, Teen Wolf was the first one, and Teen Wolf Two was the second. No, one. I mean, is that the one where there's a, a naked guy in the crowd? Oh, I don't know. All right, so those remember movies, those movies all suck. Wait, do you not know about that? No. 
All right, so at the end of Teen Wolf, there's a there's a, a crowd like they're playing basketball, and they cut to the crowd, and the crowd is like standing up and cheering. Yeah. And there's one of the extras in the back is wearing like a trench coat, and he's got his yeah, he's got his member out. No way. And it was not caught in editing, and it uh, still appears to this day in the original uh, at home releases of Teen Wolf. So for everybody that's got Teen Wolf on VHS, go check that out. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> if you got Teen Wolf on VHS, Tony, Tony, y'all got Teen Wolf Yo, on VHS. If anybody has Teen Wolf on VHS, it's probably Tony, though. What? Uh, they're yelling something out there. <laughs> Did you ever spot the guy with his penis out in 1985 flick Teen Wolf? It is the first one. It is the first. <laughs> Teen Wolf one is the first one. You heard it here on Biscuits and Gravy, guys. <laughs> Uh, but w- more importantly, watch The Outsider. It's so good. Yeah. It's like... Teen Wolf 2, not so although, good. Although, like, when you're watching a crime drama, and then it's like, man, this is such a mystery. But then the mystery turns out it's, oh, it's a sh- it's a supernatural shape-shifting monster. That kind of takes... <laughs> it kind of takes some of the mystery out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, is that your spoiler s- alert? <laughs> still, I got to say, The Outsider is pretty good. Uh, also, High Maintenance is back for season four. I had never watched all of High Maintenance. I, season four? They're on season four of High Maintenance? I believe so. And I had only seen like a couple episodes of the first season. So it's a show back. about drugs. It's about a guy who sells drugs, but it's also more of like a vignette show because he'll sell drugs to somebody, but then the, the story will be about that, that person. Oh, okay. And then he's not he's not he's the main character that everything revolves around, but a lot of the stories are more vignette stories about it's just other him, like people. bicycling through New York, selling yeah. people weed. Yeah, exactly. And but, then he drops the weed off and it's like a guest character of the day. And yeah, and then it follows day. the story of that person. So Ooh. I binge watched the first season. Highly recommend it. Huh? Uh, Curb uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm season ten is back. The first episode where he's wearing the MAGA hat to keep people away from so him. So funny. Dude, so, so good. funny, man. And I like the whole uh, Latte Larry La- dude. thing that he's doing. He's opening a Spite store it next to Mocha Joe. It starts off with him walking and talking, and these young millennials are doing selfie with the selfie sticks, and he just flawlessly walks by, grabs it, and breaks the stick in half, throws it behind him, <laughs> and it doesn't interrupt his conversation at all. It's amazing. Um. And I don't know if you saw the most recent episode. Oh, there's an episode with Fred Armisen in it. It's fantastic. Where he plays the, he plays the slow-walking handicap guy. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Larry steals his handicap sticker. And then it turns out, who's the new investor in Mocha Joe? Ted Danson. Ted Danson. So now he's spiting his spite store. Uh, okay, so Curb Your Enthusiasm available now. The New Pope, which is the second season of The Young Pope, starring Jude Law... Uh, oh, is friend of the show, Jude Law. Jude Law of Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The, the Law is, is on, on your side. side. Uh, that's out now. <laughs> Last Week Tonight is back. That documentary, McMillions, that I was telling you. McMillions? About, about the McDonald's lottery game being rigged. The world is a sham, people. If McDonald's can do it, the government can do it. What faith do we have in society? The world is a shambire. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Better Call Saul, season five premiered. Dude. How funny is that show? I love Better Call Saul. Season 5, Episode 1, and Episode 2 are already out. They released them back-to-back nights. The gravy train's getting excited about spoiler today, baby. And the show, one of my favorite shows on TV right now, What's Kidding, show, Vince Kidding, Season 2, is on anything about Showtime kidding. right now. Wait, that's with Jim Carrey? That's the one with Jim Carrey of Jim Carrey Cemeteries. Where your career get goes buried, to die. Get buried with Jim Carrey's... <laughs> what, what was it? 
Uh, what was the tagline? Yeah, I don't know. Something about oh, Mr. Prickly Pear is going to be mad. Yeah, well, he is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's cemeteries. Oh, somebody plot me. Oh yeah, that's it. And also Jim Carrey's cremations. You're smoking. Okay. Watch Kidding, man. Have you not seen Kidding season one? I saw most of season one. Do you have Hulu with Showtime? Uh, no, I don't know. First where of all, I, saw I would it. never play. F- I would never pay for Hulu or Showtime. I've pirated all of Kidding, and it is so good. Jim Carrey got snubbed at the Emmys last year. I will. I will go to my grave. You know why? Because he's that. a truther. Um, I'm Jim not going to pay for Jim Showtime. Jim Carrey's anti-establishment. Bro. If I wanted to spend a lot of money on something that would ultimately end up being a huge disappointment, I'd have a girlfriend. I'd- hey. All right. Boop, boop, boop. You won't let me say my punchline in my own joke, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's spoiler alert. I think I got all – I finally had a chance to get all the spoiler alert out of my system. You look better. Usually we rush it at the end of the at the end of the nope. show. No, nope, no rushing. We've, we've got a lot of stuff to – speaking got of so Russians. we so much more on we've got, the show. We've we got to take an actual commercial cookbook. break. Let's go back after the break. You hear that? That's the new conspiracy cookbook Ooh, music. That'll that'll lead our audience. <laughs> Audiences, don't turn that dial. And also, if you guys recognize that music, give, give us me, a call. Give us a call and tell us what what TV show that's from. We're gonna come back and uh, we need to listen to our good sponsors down at Better Than good, good Cumberbatch's Rehab Clinic <laughs> for when you've been addicted. And also by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, furnace? <laughs> oh. Bonjour. Do you like cooking? Do you like comedy? How about cooking? Well, if so, tune in every Wednesday at 11 for Wine and Cheese. Enjoy such segments as Comedy Cafe, Culinary Cabaret, and Chucky Doodle and Knowledge Poodle. <laughs> so don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 11. To 88.5 WFRG, <laughs> the voice of cheese. <laughs> I love it. The biscuit, I forgot it's the about, year of the biscuit, bro. I forgot about Chucky Doodle, the knowledge boodle. 2020, bro, year of the biscuit. We're going international. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU, 88.5 FM, the voice of gravy. Oh, also that rat utopia social experiment was by uh, sociologist Calhoun. Ooh, wow. His name was... Uh, I want to say Rory Calhoun, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think Rory? that's Rory. <laughs> John Calhoun. Oh, John Calhoun. John Calhoun. Not to his... be confused with Coach John Calhoun of the Huskies. What? How do you know the name of the, the coach of the Huskies? I know all things sports related. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I, I, just we'll kidding. About I didn't know that football players wore gloves. <laughs> Did we discover that last week on yeah, the radio? Blown away. Blown away, baby. <laughs> Wait, football players wear gloves? Blown away, baby. I'm blown, Jerry. Blown. Biscuits and gravy is presented in part by Christopher Plummer's Plums of subsidiary at Brad Pitt's Beaches. I just I just hurt my throat doing that impression of <laughs> of uh what's the name of the guy who used to own the Yankees? On on Seinfeld. Oh uh, yeah, George uh, Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner. <laughs> I'm blowing. Okay, and also by Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. When you want to get hopping, get Hopkins. So, are you ready for our new? Nope. Okay, here we go. You guys recognize this music? 
I don't know if you guys know where it's from, but I certainly do. It's from it's one from of Westworld. It's not from Westworld. No. It's from one of my favorite political dramas on Netflix. House of Cards. House of Cards. Wow. Ah, oh, I miss House of Cards. You're one of the few. Now we know what did what did Kevin Spacey get in trouble for? He was J and O too many busboys at restaurants and then paying him to shut up. But oh okay, but like was and he? And then also when he was in a play. Was he sexually he was, assaulting them, or did he just get in trouble because they were too young? When you're too young, it's both. It's tactic. But I mean, like he was Trump, in, like a Broadway play, and he was thirty, and he like picked up a sixteen year old, threw on his bed, ripped his clothes off. Uh huh. I guess so. But I mean, like, I don't know, Trump was best friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Wasn't he like his, uh... Epstein had 11 different phone numbers in his phone for Trump. <laughs> Wasn't Epstein, like, Trump's and emergency contact? all of his, like... <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> it said ice in it. <laughs> like, he was like, I don't know Jeffrey Epstein, and it turns out he's got Melania's phone number. Emergency. He's got Ivanka's phone number. He's got, yeah, he's, uh, he's the uh, emergency contact his number. His other for daughter, all. who's in law school... Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares about what, that. What are you so studying why can't in law school? Kevin Spacey make Sex one trafficking. Can we just let Kevin Spacey make one more season of West of uh House, House of Cards? Of Cards. Oh, and then they can go back in time and do it as the prequel to season 5 or whatever. Yes, it would make sense. They should, they should make it cuz cuz in the show he's dead, but chronologically they could go they back could in go time. Back in time. Back right. in time. Spoiler alert is brought to us by <laughs> No, it's time to do Conspiracy Cookbook. So conspiracy as, Cookbook. As we talked about with Mr. Prickly Bear, um, <laughs> we, <laughs> this is very serious. We talked about we talked to Mr. Prickly Bear earlier, and he was a uh, whistleblower. And um, that's very... Oh, yeah, we got to put on the... the got to set your ovens to 420 and grab the tinfoil. Grab those tinfoil hats. it's time for conspiracy cookbook now a lot of times we just talk about we lizards. literally have tin foils on our heads right now this is this is a lot of times during conspiracy cookbook we talk about how the lizard people are running america running it into the ground and how there's chuds yep cannibaloid <laughs> human underground dwellers and sometimes the chuds and the lizard people hang out with each other sometimes they clash in walmart tunnels but then st sometimes we do stuff what's with all the walmart but tunnels? then sometimes we talk about stuff that's actually going on in the world like uh, jeffrey epstein we, not killing we himself talked about which, epstein before epstein was epstein right we talked, we talked about, about weinstein we, before weinstein was weinstein we talked about pizzagate We've done it all. We talked about wine stains, which is when you get sp spill wine on your shirt. News on this show is like condoms. We're always breaking them. Always breaking the news stories. Okay. Um, so today on Conspiracy Cookbook, we have a real conspiracy for we you guys. We got so much conspiracy to talk about. All right. So, Chuck, you want to tell me who Philip Haney was? Yeah. Philip Haney was the man under the Obama administration that was so good at predicting the future. Obama made him redact 800 pages. And he called... First of all, can we just appreciate how good this conspiracy music it's is? It's so good. <laughs> it's tickling this my is the drum. This is the best part of Conspiracy Cookbook now. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to play ABBA really slow, but you went for this. <laughs> well, this is good because it has the dramatic. Uh, 
it has the dramatic political music, but it also has the spine tingling that you were looking for. <laughs> I was. It's the best of both worlds. I I, I tried to convey that to you via text message. <laughs> I knew exactly what you're talking about. All right, I've been just said at 420. We got the tinfoil hats on. We know that these government slaves are going to try to got, listen in on the got show. Got sidetracked by the music. We're not afraid to shout the truth here. Now, this guy right here, under the Obama administration, worked for. Department of Homeland Security. Is that right, Vincent Fodi? Yes. I'm sorry. The music is so And he good. also <laughs> predicted the Boston Marathon bombings. Well, he he was forced he to delete three infor- different nightclub shootings. Delete information, which theoretically could have prevented the the nightclub shooting, the Boston Marathon bomber, and the San Bernardino shooting as now, well. Now, those blue nosed communist leftists because will say a lot of that were he used really derogatory language that was offensive to the Muslim Brotherhood, and some of us by will calling say, them ISIL instead of ISIS. It, there was a lot. There is that. nothing that makes ISIS more mad than you calling them ISIL. Mm-hmm. Which is why Barack Obama kept calling them ISIL, just, yep. to make, just to troll them. Yep. How great is that? Now, we like Obama on the show, okay? Now, we know Obama... He's my favorite Martian. ...can teleport to Mars. We know, we know that Obama, Obama has been on Mars. Because is it UCLA that they have the jump room? They do. UCLA has the jump room. Guys, look Mars. it up. We, di- we didn't make this stuff up. UCLA has a jump room where, where they use to, to teleport people to Mars. And one of the first people to ever take advantage of that was Barack Obama. Barack Obama. He'd been on Mars. Mm-hmm. He's half black, half Martian. <laughs> That's why they can't find his birth That's why he was born on Mars. Let's not get off track here, Vincent Fody. <laughs> so this guy, top-notch security, a lot, lot of information, right? The Correct. U.S. government constantly surveilling all of us. DHS, you know? which is the package delivery company, yeah. <laughs> or Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, that one too. He was he the, the, the people during Obama administration who were running the Department of Human, human Security, he, Homeland Security, made him delete a bunch of a bunch of information. Yes. And all these, uh, they said it's harder to connect the dots because they made him delete all the dots. Mm. Um, and so he came out with a book. It was called uh, See Something, Say Nothing. And it was an expo, expose slash whistleblower book that was all about how he was forced to get rid of all his documents and the, information. And I, I, re- I don't, I'm not saying this to be antagonistic, everybody, but in the book... And now we have a little bit more light shedding on the issue. It seems like under the Obama administration, they were a little too politically correct. And because of that political correctness, they crossed out a lot of things on 800 pages of documents. And then the next generation of people to interpret that had no idea what was going on because so much had been redacted. Because we're not saying – they weren't saying that – Muslims are terrorists. No, but he was saying if we have a terrorist and they happen to be Muslim, then uh, they're like, "Well, get rid of that because that's racist." Yeah. Now, there's probably I gotta go ahead and say they were probably like, you know, profiling Muslims at the time. Hey, when you got your car valet, we listen. Notice you're listening to Rush Limbaugh. 
Maybe let's delete some of the things you think about, you know? <laughs> just, say, just saying. Just saying. But also on the Obama campaign, he was not like a current president. So maybe we they now. were just a little too heavy-handed on that side of it, according mm-hmm. according to Philip Haney. Now we know, which, you know what? Philip Haney, now, this is where the story gets interesting, because I know we lost some of our audience by not screaming and yelling blindly about lizard people. About- but these are real stuff going on here. He, uh, You know what's weird? When Fox News weird found is- out about the Trump whistleblower, they were really anti whistleblower yeah for some reason but <laughs> it but it turns out that fox news really loves philip haney who was one of the whistleblowers during the obama administration i don't understand why they would why they would uh change their stance on whistleblowers so dramatically fox news network i have no idea why they would do that i don't understand why they uh, would do that. but however uh fox news loves this guy philip haney as you should too except we had less of him to love because sad news here, everybody. What's that? He suicided himself. He got suicided. For those of you just listening to Biscuits and Gravy, the government, the Clintons, whoever you say, Trans and Mackey even, they get people <laughs> suicided <laughs> all the time. Okay? <laughs> they just get people suicided <laughs> all the time. Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay? Oh, my goodness. And I don't think this guy killed himself either. Is that slander? He just got engaged. (laughs) I'm hearing. He had another book deal. (laughs) His friends say this is so off character, and he was found dead. Boom. Suicide. Not going to investigate anymore. Oh, this guy was engaged to get married? Engaged to get married. And he he suicide. That's like buying plane. That's like when uh, somebody commits suicide on like a murder show. Yeah. And And they're like, they they, had tickets to uh, to Sandals. They had tickets to, are you going to say Bollywood? (laughs) I really, so I really They had tickets. They were going to, he was going to fly to Bollywood the next week. And we know how much he loved Indian musicals. So why would he kill himself right before his Bollywood trip of a lifetime? And him and his fiance were going to get married. Yeah. <laughs> or what's the other one? Dollywood. Dollywood. Oh, yeah. I would love to go to Dollywood. Oh, man, let's not get into Dollywood because that would be an entire biscuits and gravy episode. Dollywood. They don't have. They Here's don't have the a teacup. People... They don't have a teacup ride. They have a D cup ride. <sighs> let's not get into it. The thing here, people, is that. Come on, that's the pretty, government. That's pretty solid. It's very funny. <laughs> The government is not just one came up with big obelisk of power that controls everything altogether. Obelisk of power, like in the movie 2001? A Space Odyssey? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm following. You. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting so, down. So, the government has different areas competing against each other. The FBI will withhold information from the Department of State, will hold information from CIA, and they're all telling the president and different senators and congressmen different things. It's they're not all tell, it's not like one big monster brain. Did you hear that the uh the police may be redacting the the fact that he was suicided? No way! Because uh, they said that now they have conflicting reports of they might rule it a murder. And this is not sad a stuff here, people. Because we know even if it does get ruled a suicide, he didn't. He didn't suicide. He didn't suicide himself. Yeah. He got suicided. He got suicided by the CIA or yeah. the Finders. Is that what they're called? What's the name of the CIA people that? that the last get the little... time we talked about this, our footage was literally torn off Facebook, and then I went on iTunes the next day and SoundCloud, and I watched all the biscuits and gravy get deleted. And that is not a joke, here, people. Hashtag Finders. Finders. Finders keepers. But at least we're not saying that the Clintons killed them. I think if we if we start talking about the Finders, they'll definitely we're gonna get suicided. So <laughs> be careful. Yeah. All I'm saying is Google the Finders. And CIA, and you'll know everything that we're talking about. Mm. 
Um, now, Biscuits and Gravy does have some power because we've got been some complaining. Taps. we got some been, taps we can play for Philip Haney. For Philip Haney, sure thing, Because bro. whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, nobody likes to see whistleblowers get killed because it's the whistleblowers that are keeping us honest, guys. It's the whistleblowers that are protecting us from the lizard people's uh, lizard conspiracies. The reptilian conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. I like how you were trying to turn that down and you couldn't figure out which slider. It's auxiliary two, I believe. All right. That's enough of that. So Conspiracy Cookbook has been brought to us by Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. Shake things up with Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. Now, hey, now. Don't shake things up too much or else you'll get suicided. Or else you'll get suicided. Don't yeah. rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. It's kind of sad, though, man. You know, people keep trying to expose the government. And it's not like it's one thing. I'm sure there are good people in the government. Maybe like if you're an alderman. I'm sure there's a few good ones. I, I, what? Why would you be a politician, though? I just don't get it. Why would you be a... What do you mean? Unless like you're definitely taking money on the side or something. Like, well, why are you, you know... Like, all politicians are taking money on the side, except for Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. I'm Mike sure. Bloomberg is spending like half a billion dollars so he doesn't have to pay half a billion dollars in taxes. Mike Bloomberg, I, did, did he withdraw from the campaign yet? Not yet. His Although, campaign is basically over already. Yeah. You know what? The DNC, though, another little little conspiracy cookbook thing right here. There was a, uh, and I forget his name and I apologize, another runner for president who had a grassroots campaign that had way more followers, way more credibility. And, oh, the the Chinese guy? Yeah. And what was his name? Uh, Andrew Yang? Andrew Yang. Okay, cool. And then. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the show. And then this guy comes around and he's like, hey, I'm that millionaire that uh, made that super racist stop and frisk thing in New York a real thing. Right. And then he was like, hey, DNC, have a bunch of money. Guys, do we really and need then, more billionaires and millionaires in the White House? No. We need less. We also might need people who know where Kansas City is, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I think weird. knowing some of the at least I think knowing the state capitals should be a prerequisite. Well, there's two Kansas cities, though. So, you know. But the Chiefs are not from Kansas City, Missouri. No, not at all. Not in the The least. only way you could make that mistake would be if you if you googled is there a Kansas City in Kansas? And then you'd be like, yeah, because see, there, I told you. There's a Kansas City in Kansas, oh, but wow. it's we not like 5 minutes left of the it's show. It's not the Kansas City by any extent. No. The real Kansas City is in Missouri, and it's named that because Missouri and Kansas both border the Kansas River. And it just so happens that the big city ended up on the Missouri side of the Kansas River and the state Kansas ended up on the other side, which I don't think I'd rather. I don't think I'd like to live in either of those states, to be honest. Imagine if you were living in like, Too many lizards. Like, uh, like a state now and they just got in a fight with another state and then they changed the boundaries. That's so weird. I don't know if that would happen ever again. It'd be cool if know. they did, though. But remember how it came out that Donald Trump uh, it altered the uh, the weather map with the hurricane? Yeah. <laughs> what if it turns out that he's going to redraw the state line of Kansas to encompass Kansas City, Missouri? That would be a baller move. So that he could be like, when I say Kansas City is in Kansas, I mean it. And then, the, and then of course, uh, the Senate will uphold it. And then they will go to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court will uphold it, and then Kansas City will be part of uh, Kansas. All right. So that was Conspiracy Cookbook, guys. All right.
And now that we have been kicked off Facebook Live for both oh, the conspiracy also, music. Oh, also, 2020 year of the biscuit, we've been complaining about Disney. Have we been? Com- oh, yeah. I've been complaining about Disney. We have I've been, been complaining, complaining about, about Disney, Disney hardcore, and everybody. about how I would never give Disney money for Disney Plus. Yep. I will download been, uh, every episode of The Mandalorian. Been on the air, and I've been playing a lot of Disney music without getting the rights to it because I'm an American. And uh, this we week, Disney off. CEO Bob Iger. Stepped down. Yeah, take that, Bob Iger. Try to try to uh, copyright claim uh, the Bruce Springsteen song that we played on the show. Yeah, and I was kicked off Facebook. Well, yeah. now who's kicked out of Disney, bro? CEO stepping down. Why? I know the tinfoil gets hot. Why right? did he step down? Twenty twenty year of the biscuit. It's the year of the biscuit. <laughs> year of the biscuit, bro. No further explanation needed. needed. All right, are you ready? <sighs> To get buffaloed. I am so ready to get buffaloed, and I'm so ready to thank our audience for tuning in to KAKU. Oh, wait. Before we do that, let's do a quick gluttony club. Yeah. That Tuesday was yesterday. Can I just say, I went to Zippy's. So good. The malasadas at Zippy's. Amazing. Ooh, love Zippy's. I got the cream-filled ones. They have coconut cream, which is the halpia. They had custard cream-filled. Love their custard. And they had chocolate cream-filled Hello. They do apple strudel like turnovers too. Right. <laughs> because everybody knows so ma- malasadas are like a traditional thing that you eat on Fat Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I called them up and I was like, hey, you guys have malasadas? And they're like, you can't order the malasadas for pickup. You have to come in because they're first come, first serve. So I had to physically walk into Zippy's on Fat Tuesday to order my malasadas. But fortunately, they still had some left. So I got a dozen. They were so good. Now, during Lent, you're not supposed to eat fish on Fridays, so make sure to check out our good friends down at Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. You are supposed to eat meat or fish on Friday. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? It's because the Pope used to own stock in Long John Silver. Of course. Remember? Yes. (laughs) Um, And also Red Lobster, which is owned by Darden. Friends of the show, Red Lobster. Oh, my God. We have two minutes left of the show. Okay. Okay. Today's show. Oh, also, I went to Diana went to uh, Bamboo Grill right here in town, upstairs oh, yeah? from Tokyo Days. Oxtail soup, so good. So good. If you love oxtail soup, Bamboo yeah. Grill, guys. All right, it's time. Nothing to boo about a bamboo this grill. This is the part of the show where Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo, tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo. Chuck Stuff, knowledge buffalo is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's eggs. Make your eggs Benedict's. Our first question comes from Jason in Lake Minnetonka, Minnesota. Jason wants to know, what famous general was exiled on Elba? What famous general was exiled? Who's Napoleon Bonaparte? Napoleon Bonaparte is when he got exploded. That is absolutely correct. Napoleon Bonaparte. Okay. Rusty in Los Angeles, California wants to know, the show MASH took place during what war? The Korean War. Oh, man. And the TV show was longer than the Korean War itself. That's pretty good, Chuck. You are the smartest Gee-hoo. buffalo in the room. Um, what does MASH stand for? Okay. Uh, lizard people. Medical, um, airlift, something, hospital? Strategic hospital. Strategic hospital, something like true. that. MASH yeah. is an acronym, guys. All Woo. right. Our final question before we wrap up the show comes to us from D- Dina in Kihei. She wants to know, this is a sports question. 
Kevin Costner plays an Iowa farmer who builds a baseball field for ghosts in this 1989 drama. <laughs> field of Dreams! <laughs> field of Dreams is absolutely correct. Wow! You got three out of three this week, Chuck, and that's pretty darn good. Make it up, baby! And you know what that means. It's That's the end, the of, the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in to KKU. Thanks for supporting Biscuits and Gravy. Vincent Bodie, my co-host, my cohort, my co-host. Open. Thank you so much. Oh, also, just uh, uh, like and subscribe on Spotify and iTunes. And leave us a review because that helps us out a lot, guys. We please really leave a review. It. And from me to you, hello. <laughs>